0: Greetings Star Wars Nation and welcome to World Reviews And finally we get to review the last episodes of Star Wars Rebels which is a Fool's Hope and a Family Reunion and Farewell Now this comes with a lot of spoilers, you have been warned So sit down, buckle up and hit that hyperdrive because World Reviews starts now! Alright boys and girls, my name is Ro and for this review of Rebels, I'm gonna give you a list of things or moments that I really enjoy about these episodes of Rebels. So without further ado, let's jump into this review. Number one moment will be seeing Hera, Kallus, the clone troopers, all the wolf pack being together once again alongside with Hondo and that pig you know, trying to gather the resources, trying to get together, trying to get back to Hera and the Rebels and seeing that ghost land on top of the Adad, it just reminded me how well Rebels is tying in itself to the Star Wars universe. Number two would be seeing Ryder betraying the rebels, contacted Governor Price and I guess hatching a plan for the Empire to ambush Ezra and the team. Number three is seeing Ezra being in charge of the rebellion, finally him standing up as the leader now that Kanan is gone and seeing the rebels fight a battle for their life against the Empire as the Empire have already ambushed them in their own camp. Number four is seeing the Lothal Wolf or the Loth Wolf fighting against the Empire. And you hear the tone of music kind of turning dark as they're massacring you know, the stormtroopers as they're fighting against the Empire. You know, It was kind of exciting, but at the same time a little bit scary. And seeing Governor Price just running for her life, being scared of the Loath Wolf, and the rebellion or the rebels getting a victory out of this, you know, encounter against the Empire, and number five will be seeing Ezra's plan come into place, and the Empire retrieving back to their ship, which I didn't even know was the ship till the end of this episode. And they do that with the help of Governor Price, or unwilling help of Governor Price. She, you know, makes the Empire go back and retreat, and eventually the ship is supposed to go into space and explode. But there were some difficulties such as Rook surviving the attack of the Lothal Wolf and him disabling the shields for the city. So now Thrawn gets to attack the city of Lothal, you know, and this makes, you know, Ezra give himself up to Thrawn so that the city can be saved. And number six is seeing the temptation of Ezra that Emperor Palpatine brings to him, and that's for him to be reunited with his family once and for all. All Ezra has to do is walk into that portal and reach out and be with his family. And so, you know, Palpatine is kind of sneaky, you know, at first we see him in the light, how we will see him at Coruscant. But once Ezra decides to let go of his family and to you know, protect the family that he has now, which is the ghost crew. We see you know Papa T turned into a Sith Lord into the dark side and Ezra finally you know says no to the dark side. And honestly guys, this made me appreciate Ezra even more as a character, as a Jedi, because he did something that Anakin couldn't do, and that's turned from the dark side, and that's turned from his passions. You know, Ezra knew that he needed to be that leader for Lothal, for the ghost crew, for the rebellion he turned away from the thing that he loved the most and that was his parents, his mom and dad. I mean, we saw Ezra talking to his parents in that picture and telling them how much he loved them and and how he wanted to follow his mom and dad example in fighting the rebellion. And even, you know, in the previous episode, seeing Kanan sacrifice himself and even Ahsoka teaching him to let go. He knew that he needed to make decisions and these things were not gonna come If he gave in into his passion, gave in into what Palpatine was showing him or trying to give him, which was going back with his parents. And so for that, I really enjoy who Ezra became till the end of Rebels. And believe it or not, number seven is seeing the little pig get shot down and Handel's reaction to it. You know we saw from the beginning that little pig being very brave and sometimes being the first in the front line and taking down stormtroopers and you know seeing the banter between hondo and that little pig and i really like when he was thrown in the air by zeb and seeing the little pig just fly over and hondo saying i guess they do fly you know referencing to pigs can not fly you know i got a little sad and you know, I thought this was a really good moment, you know, for the you know Rebels crew or the team and Lucasfilm trying to play with the emotions of us fans. Number eight will be seeing one of the clone troopers actually pass away. And as he has a conversation with Rex, I'm not sure who says it, but it is said that he died for a cause or for a mission that they both chose or that he chose. It wasn't like before in the Clone Wars where they were just told to go into a mission and clones would just die. This time around, they all chose to be in that battle and unfortunately, he ended up you know, getting shot down. He ended up dying. But you see the strong bond between the clones. You see how much respect you know, this clone trooper had for Rex. And I really thought it was a touching moment between them two. And number 9 is seeing Space Whales. Yes, we got the Space Whales in this episode. It was Ezra's plan all along to have them come in and help the Rebellion with the Empire. Unfortunately, as Ezra's facing Thrawn, they get caught up, you know, or Ezra gets caught up with Thrawn and the Space Whales as they shoot out into hyperspace. Ezra and Thrawn are gonna be lost, nobody knows where they're at, and now it's gonna be Sabine's job to find Ezra. And for number 10, I'm going to combine two moments and the first moment is seeing Ezra in the hologram talking to the ghost crew and pretty much telling them if they've seen that hologram. It's because he didn't make it, but he hopes to see them back soon. And the second moment is seeing and hearing Sabine tell us what happened to each of the members of the ghost crew. With Zeb, we find out that he takes Hawks back to see the planet and the people because Hawks always had a guilt over his heart about almost extincting, you know, Zeb's family. He even thought that Zeb was the last of his people, but that was not true. And so Hawks is not going to go back and be accepted by Zeb's people. And with Hera, we hear Sabine tell us about Hera being in the Battle of Andor. And we already knew Hera was in the Battle of Andor because of Forces of Destiny. We see her talking to Han Solo at the end of the Battle of Andor, and him trying to get some supplies from her. But the shocker was seeing that little boy sitting next to Hera. And Sabine telling us that, you know, the little boy was like his father. And yes, my mind went to, wait a minute are they talking about Kanan having a kid because we never saw that and not that we needed to see that specific moment but when did Kanan and Hera had a baby I mean when did it all happen because the last thing we saw was Kanan you know and Hera talking and kind of Hera trying to tell Kanan that you know that she finally loves him and them sharing a kiss but when did that kid came about I have no idea so to me I was shocked I even had to go back and kind of rehear the dialogue of Sabine telling us about the kid I really wanted her to say you know and that's Kanan's kid Uh, but I guess that is Kanan's child so now I am wondering and more curious and excited to see where that kid turns out or where that kid goes or if they ever make a storyline about that kid I wonder if he is going to train as a Jedi, or maybe he does have the Force and he just becomes a really awesome pilot. I mean, I don't know. We'll just have to see. Uh, But I was really surprised. I am glad, but I'm sure the internet is going to have a lot of questions into when did that kid ever happen. And then at the end we see Sabine kind of realizing what she has to do. The thing that Ezra entrusted her to do was to find him. And I was really excited to see Ahsoka standing there with her staff looking like an old Jedi master, you know, trying to go into this mission and trying to find Ezra because Sabine knows, I guess she has a really deep connection with Ezra more than just a love story. They're really great friends. They really trust each other. And so because of that connection with Ezra, she knows that he is alive and now Ahsoka and Sabine are going to go into this mission and just the way Sabine looks, you know the colors of her hair she cut her hair she looks more colorful you know she looks very hopeful and I can't wait I hope that they do continue you know another you know either animation or another story with Ahsoka and Sabine and trying to find Ezra and I don't know how long it's gonna take for them to find him maybe when they find him he's gonna be an old man or maybe he's still gonna look the same I mean Ezra went into space into the unknown and we don't know what's out there and I guess Ahsoka through the force and Sabine with her intuition are really going to try to find Ezra so for my overall thoughts about rebels and this season and just everything that went down I really didn't think this battle was enough for me even though we got to see Thrawn and Governor Price and and it was a well executed plan by the rebels to take over this ship I didn't feel like it had the all element or the emotional element, like how when we lost Kanan, I wanted more and I can't explain what more did I wanted, but I felt like it wasn't enough to close Rebels. This was a good season ending, I guess, episode, if we would have a season five, but not for closing down Rebels forever what really worked well with me was seeing and hearing what happened with the ghost crew even hearing that the empire never came to lothal the fight to lothal never came and i really think it's because the emperor was more focused on what happened to the death star and hearing about luke skywalker so you know this band of rebels in lothal was nothing for him and so he kind of just probably let it go Uh, But seeing the ghost crew, you know, and and waiting, I guess, for the fight to come to them and just seeing Lothal being free. That really worked well with me. Seeing Ahsoka, seeing, you know, even Hera having her kid and teaching, you know, her son how to fly. You know, just seeing how they did have a happy ending. I really thought, you know, Ezra was going to turn to the dark side. I really thought, you know, Zeb was going to die. I really thought Sabine was going to go back to, you know, her home planet of Mandalore and and just take over, you know, the Mandalorian clans. And, you know, I didn't think, you know, I thought Ahsoka was alive, but I didn't think we were gonna see her again besides of what we saw her in, in that temple. You know, and I wonder what she was doing all this time while, you know, the rebels were fighting. I wonder if she came to have more knowledge about the Sith and the Jedi, and maybe this was gonna help her to find you know Ezra. Overall minus the death of Kanan and the disappearing of Ezra, the ghost crew got some happy endings and maybe not the endings the fans wanted but maybe the endings that the crew or the characters deserved. But overall really gonna miss this rebel show because most of the time it was well executed by the mind of Dave Filoni and I can't wait for him to give us more of the star wars universe and comment below let us know what did you guys like about these episodes or even rebels overall can't wait to hear from you guys and don't forget to like and subscribe to my channel and like always can't wait to guys have you back here at rural reviews